0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck, and I'm a writer for The Athletic. Each week, I ask same 12 questions to a different race car driver and up next is kyle larson the defending nascar cup series champion who drives for hendrick motorsports crazy enough this is already the ninth straight year of doing these 12 questions interviews with kyle larson and he is always engaged and enjoyable to talk to for them because he is a 12 questions reader um, so that helps obviously when the drivers are, uh, aware of them and have seen other people's answers and have maybe thought about them themselves a little bit. So hopefully you'll think that will translate into a good interview. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. All right, everybody. I'm here with Kyle Larson once again for another edition of the 12 questions. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm good. How are okay. you doing? I'm just doing great. Thank you. The first question is, uh, how do you feel about people reclining their seats on airplanes?
0: uh i don't mind it um i think because i'm short so it doesn't uh, <laughs> it doesn't really bother me um i don't typically lay my seat back um just because i don't it, it just puts me in an awkward spot so um but yeah i don't i don't mind people doing it in front of me um i usually lay the table down and lay my head on it um so, I mean, the only time if I'm in, like, a deep sleep and somebody, like, moves really quick in front of me and, like, bumps my head, then it doesn't upset me. It just wakes me up. So, you you have the uh, tray table for i – I'm a, flexible. I'm flexible. Like, yeah. Your,
1: yeah. That's, I don't think I can get quite down there. Yeah. No backpack or anything to lean on?
0: No, just my arms. Some. Yeah. I, I carry a neck pillow in my backpack, so uh-huh. I'll, like, lay that down and then, like, across my forehead so that I can, like, breathe still. <laughs> okay. Um – but yeah, it doesn't bother me when people lay their seat back because right. I can still get my head on the table.
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh, how often do you get recognized at the grocery store?
0: Uh, at our local grocery store um, in Mooresville, like every time. Oh, every okay. time I'm there, either people that work there or just people walking through getting groceries. I think I mean Mooresville is like a everybody in that town is a is a racing whether it be a fan or you're related to somebody in racing so i think it's easy to recognize any of us that walk through there so yeah i mean i feel like every time i go go through that particular grocery store it's yeah every time so you
1: know when you walk in you're like yeah somebody's gonna yeah
0: one of the guys that works there um i've never spoke to him at all or anything but he during covid you know when you have to wear a mask and stuff he would wear like we, we sold these gators, they're called, like with the you know sprint car number, the 57, Kyle Larson Racing, whatever. So he would always have his Kyle Larson mask on. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool.
1: That's cool. On a scale of a one to 10, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner?
0: I don't know, John. <laughs> I'd say eight for me. I was gonna say eight. I was gonna say eight. I, I think I could be better, but uh, I feel like I do a really good job at it. Um, like I was reading William's 12 questions and, after his win in atlanta he said he took to like wednesday or something to respond like i get it all done wow. right after the race so um i try not to let people leave people hanging on that stuff um, but then yes there's times where somebody will text me something with a question and i'll open it and read it and then i may be busy or or something and i'm like oh, i'll get back to that in 15 minutes and then when they text me back a few days later, I realized I'd <laughs> forgotten. So I feel like I'm pretty good at it, but I, I could be better for sure.
1: You're, you're better than a lot of people from what they've said this yeah. year. So that's, that's good. Uh, what is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who won't stop talking?
0: I don't know. I feel like you don't want to like give all your secrets away. Cause then, then you, <laughs> when you do it to somebody, then, then you, they'll, they know you're being rude. That's but, very true. Um, no, I mean, typically if it's like a, i'm in a hurry and in a fan you or somebody is wanting to have a full-blown conversation um i'm pretty short with them and then i'll just wrap it up and be like all right i'll see you later and then then i think they like immediately get the hint and uh kind of close close their end of the conversation so i feel like you learn a little bit of that from boyer like he's (laughs) he's uh he's really quick to uh he doesn't even say like all right i'll see like he just disappears so maybe that's what that's what you sh- I should do just
1: the uh what is it the Irish goodbye is that what it's called uh,
0: yeah you'll be like mid conversation with Clint and he's just gone yeah like, yeah okay, yeah okay, okay I guess I guess we're over yeah so yeah it's it's sometimes rude but it's just Clint but um I feel like I mean hey that's the that's the best way to get out of it yeah but I I tried at least just be like all right see you later okay and, I I did start walking
1: that. uh if you could only pick one one form of social media to use and drop all the rest which would it be
0: uh, probably Instagram. I would keep. Um, I I mean, I'm on there the most, and I like just scrolling through pictures and videos and seeing what other people are doing. And the reels things are kind of funny. I like watching you know funny stuff on there. Um, and there's usually no drama on Instagram, so so that's why I like that.
1: You have to kind of go deep in the comments to find the drama. Sometimes. Yeah, and I don't.
0: Yeah, if I'm looking at somebody's pictures, I'm not looking at the comments. Um, I might see like which friend of mine that I follow liked it, right? But, um, and that's one, I think it only shows like two or three people. That yeah, it you're shows two with. comments, right? Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't ever dig through the dig through comments.
1: Yeah, that's smart. Never read the comments. No, yeah. never, ever.
0: <laughs> uh, what advice would
1: you give someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made?
0: I don't know. Just move on from it quick, and and try not. I at least for me, like, say if it's a mistake on the racetrack or something. I think it's. I race so much that that naturally kind of you forget about it, move on. But um, just trying to, yeah, just not let it eat you up inside. Um, and I think that's that goes for on track and off track. Just not to overthink things and um, just stay positive about what else you have going on in your life. So. Um, That's what I try to do. Okay. Uh,
1: So for this one, I went back to our first 12 questions from 2014 to see if I want to compare your answers and see if they're the same. Um, If uh, back then I'd ask you if if someone paid you to design a racetrack that an unlimited budget, what (laughs) would you make? And you had said you'd make another homestead or something similar to homestead. Um, So eight years later, do you still feel that way? Would you make a racetrack of different kind? What would you do?
0: So if we were with the older the gen six car i would probably have changed my answer and said i would build a asphalt bristol or something similar to that maybe a touch just barely bigger um but i feel like these next gen cars they so far they seem to struggle on short tracks and i think bristol is going to be really really bad with it and i think homestead will be better so i would i guess stick to my answer of, of build a track similar homestead progressive banking um with straightaways i think dog legs are i don't understand why we have dog legs i guess maybe for grandstands and and viewing purposes but um yeah i like tracks that have straightaways Mm -hmm. so i'd build a probably a, a track a little under a mile and a half but shaped and banked similar to homestead
1: okay that makes sense if someone blatantly wrecked you to win a race would you interrupt their celebration
0: I don't think I would, no, no, because uh, I don't like drama, so I feel like that just adds to the drama, and uh, you end up looking kind of stupid, and and um, I feel like you would want to get them back in a racing situation, not, I feel like if you do something like Denny did or something like that, then you kind of lose a little bit of an edge on your payback down the road, so um no I, I don't think I would I you don't think I would
1: it's funny how um like drama seems to find you at times like I won't name all the driver incidents recently or something but you don't like drama and then you always have to end up talking about it, or you get asked about it and all the stuff and
0: it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't uh, I don't like drama but but you guys do so <laughs> it's good that's for you have to that's ask us. Us. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah uh what movie do you think you've seen the most times over the
0: last year over the last year, I don't know. Over the last couple of months, um, my kids have my daughter especially. She's uh, she well. There's two movies: Encanto and is it called Turning Red? I, I don't think. know that one. Um, it's like where this I don't know this girl. She turns into like a red panda or something. Okay. Um, two kids movies. So. Yes, those two I've watched the most for sure the last like three months. Audrey, they're both like sing-along kind of movies and and Audrey, Audrey memorizes most of the words to most of the songs. So, um, I mean, she watched probably that Turning Red three times a day and then we moved on to Encanto and she'd watch that three times a day. So the last couple weeks she hasn't been watching too many movies, but um, those two probably, probably the most. That what I can think what
1: of. percent of the words do you know? To we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> uh Not
0: not a not a lot of them. She does. Yeah. And and um, I don't want to start singing it. I mean, no, I could, not, I could I, sing the beginning, but no, I don't want to. <laughs>
1: I, I wouldn't make you do that. I just unfortunately probably know. Yeah. Like, way too many. So, yep. you know. um, yeah. You It's
0: a good it's a good movie, and I don't I don't think there's. I haven't watched the movie, but obviously it's playing in the background all the time. And I would say We Don't Talk About Bruno is not my favorite song on there. There's there's one other one that's like a little earlier in the movie that I like. Okay. I like like the beat to it. I can't even think of the words to it, but the... Uh,
1: the soundtrack's good. I mean, yeah. it is, it's catchy. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, when you think about NASCAR five years from now, what are you the most optimistic about and what worries you the most? Um,
0: I don't know. Uh, it seems like with the next gen car and saving costs for the teams is, is a promising thing. And um, seeing, you know, listening to veteran drivers and, and stuff talk about the upcoming TV contract and, and how there's a, a big opportunity for teams to make more money and and in turn drivers to make more money as well. So I think that's encouraging. Um, if that all plays out the way that I think we would like, um, the racing has been pretty good too with the next gen car. Um, so that's been fun. Uh, stuff that I'm worried about. I don't know. Um, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. I feel like NASCAR continues to do a good job with the schedules and kind of freshening that up and adding some excitement. Um, I guess maybe the only thing that I'd be nervous about is, is I enjoy road courses, but I don't want too many of them um, And no more dirt races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, so magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go all the way back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over, but you would get to retain all the knowledge and experience you have now. So do you accept the offer to go back or do you stay where you are?
0: I feel like selfishly, yeah, I would go back and and do it just because I feel like I would have won a lot more races and all the stuff that I've ran, but especially in Cup, I feel like I feel like I you know, there was so many races at Ganassi that I you know lost because of just inexperience and stuff like that. So I feel like I feel like I I would love to go back to the Ganassi days of. When I would lose out on those just just late race restarts and stuff like that, and um, but I mean I'm obviously super satisfied with where I'm at right now. And you never know, you know, what one little thing different in your past could change the course of your life and career going forward. So who knows if I had won four or five more races at Ganassi, I may not be here at Hendrick with a with a Cup Series championship. So um it's hard to i guess when you think of it that way no i wouldn't go back but um if i could be in the same position i'm in right now i would totally go back
1: that's really interesting to think about i hadn't thought about if you had had more success would that have taken you you know not moving teams or something but that's it's interesting yeah i don't know um so obviously each week i uh, ask a driver to give me a question for the next guy uh, last was austin Sindrick, and uh probably one of your favorite questions that you get asked right now would you you do the the indy 500 (laughs) and how soon um okay
0: i mean why like just plug in any any quote that i've given in the past (laughs) year and i would answer answer the question so yes here's my stock answer um jeff gluck and austin cindrick yes i would love to run the indy 500 someday um it's to me the biggest race in the world And I would want to do it for sure, but I want to do it with a great team and I want to do it where I feel like I am prepared and can prepare um, because I don't want to go and just do it to say that I did it. Um, I think maybe 10 years ago I would want to have done it to say I did it, but now I want to do it and know that I have a shot to win. And um, so yeah, I want to be with a great team, I want to be able to go test. I would, heck, I would like to go race before the Indy 500 somewhere, whether it be a road course or an oval, just to get familiar with pit stops and just procedures of restarts and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yes, someday I I want to do it, I'll be 30 this year. So I feel like that window of, of doing it and feeling like you're in your prime to do it is, you know, sometime in the next three, four or five years. So I would like to do it sometime before then. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but, uh, it's definitely on my bucket list of races.
1: I was so glad he asked that so <laughs> that I didn't have to worry about was it. Was that going to be the I wild card question? It. No, I, I wouldn't have gone at that. It's just, you've, you've already answered it enough <laughs> times that I, yeah, it's <laughs>
0: getting close to May. So I'm sure I'm going to get asked more. And There's and an more open and more. Uh, spot this year. Oh, There's is a, there? It's not I'm a sure field yet. So. I'm sure <laughs> they'll assume that I'm racing. Yeah. Um, so I do
1: this to you every year. You're going to love this. I don't know who the next (laughs) driver is (laughs) with. However, I'm trying. I'll just edit this part out if it doesn't happen. I'm trying to get an F1 driver uh, because I'm going to the Miami Grand Prix. So that would be the next slot. So if you have a question, I could ask somebody from F1 if it happens. And if not, then I'll just uh, Mm. come
0: back to you for a NASCAR person. Didn't Magnuson run the sprint car for smoke? I think it was Magnuson. Magnuson, did. he ran a sprint car. He, he tested he tested Tony's. Try and get him.
1: Okay. I'll see if I can get Magnuson.
0: Yeah. And if you can't, then come back to me for another question. But, okay. Uh I guess if you get Magnuson and if he did run the sprint car, I you'll have to check. It's on like YouTube. I think it's on like okay. their mobile one deals that they did. Okay. Um but yeah, I just want to get his opinion of what he thought of it and how the I guess, power-to-weight ratio is compared to a Formula 1 car. Um, and if he if he enjoyed it, and I guess just what he, like, put himself, like, imagine himself in a field of 23 other drivers, like, what he would think. Um, like, would you be excited, nervous, scared? Um, would you feel comfortable and confident that you could do it? Because I heard, I think he did it, and I heard that he – yeah and i heard that he was pretty good and i and i saw i think in the the video that i watched some onboard and like it all sounded good like he was running a lot of throttle and all that so i guess i would just i would like to know yeah what he thought of it okay and uh yeah now that he's back with haas Right. And Tony's like fully retired now that he's married. Maybe he can go <laughs> Maybe he can go race in the off-season somewhere.
1: I like that. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks as always for doing this. I always appreciate it. Yep. Thanks. All right, everybody. There you have it. Kyle Larson on the 12 questions. And he posed a difficult task there. Can I get an interview with Kevin Magnuson from Haas F1 team? Well, after the interview, I emailed Haas F1 team and said, Hey, is there any chance I could get... Kevin Magnuson, it wasn't supposed to be uh part of the plan necessarily, but uh, any shot and Haas F1 team said, let's, let's go for it. So um, that appears to be happening. I'm not sure if that's going to be the very next one, um, but it's, it's, it's on the schedule. So we'll see if it, it does come to fruition there in Miami. Thanks to Kyle Larson for uh, giving me that idea to talk to Kevin Magnuson. We'll see what Kevin Magnuson has to say. I haven't gotten down there yet, so I don't know. Anyway, if you enjoy these interviews, would love to have you subscribe to The Athletic. If you're not already, you can go to theathletic.com slash 12questions and see the latest deals there. Either way, appreciate you as always for listening. And I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.